Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Uh, tonight, as, as I mentioned, is Soak Night, amen, where we usually have a, a time of either worship or we do prayer, amen. And so tonight I wanted to just minister on prayer, amen. And hopefully uh, you guys joined us today, amen, uh, to, to, to pray and fast throughout the day, amen, because a church that prays together, fasts together, stays together, amen. Hallelujah. I, I really, truly believe that, amen. You know, we were, we were on, on our Goldman on Monday, amen, and and, uh, and Pastor Vic was doing some research as we were just studying on, on commitment, and uh, and he was sharing some of the things of um, how people read the Bible, the percentage of people that read the Bible, you know, uh, in general, and, and you'd be surprised in general that, that there was like a very small percentage that read it, you know, either every day or twice a week or, or, or once a week and once a month. And there was just, and the percentage on all those were around 30% on an average, where it should be a lot higher, amen. If we, we, if we really need change and we want change, how many know that the word has to be inside of us? And so it's very important for us to read the word daily, daily, amen, not weekly, not monthly or yearly or Sunday, whatever it is, amen. You know, we got to read it uh, daily, amen. And so same thing comes with prayer and fasting. You know, we can if we took a, a, a count on what the percentage is on the church, you would think the prayer would be a high percentage. It's, it's actually pretty low too, amen. And you could throw fast in there, woo, that just even dropped a little bit more, amen. And so those percentages have to go up higher if we, by reading the word, by praying, and by fasting, amen. Those are the benefits for us, amen. And so, amen, I want to minister tonight on the power of prayer. The power of prayer, amen. There, there are going to be times where, where you're going to feel alone, amen, and, and no one's around, amen, but you must be able to encourage yourself in the Lord. And those moments, amen, where, where uh, pastor's not answering the phone, amen, and Pastor Maria's ignoring you. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> like right now, amen. But or or uh, you know what? No one's picking up the phone. No one. No one's answering your call, amen. No one's responding on a text or anything like that, amen. There are times that you got to understand that you say I. You must be able to encourage yourself in the Lord, amen. Come on, when there be times when you're going to be walking in the valley and you need to find strength in God, just like David did, amen? Those valleys are either going to make you or break you, but you have to know that God is always with you, amen? Like I said, they'll either break you or make you, but you have to understand that God is always with you. And those times you have to be still and know that He is God. Come on, you have to understand that in those moments that the battle belongs to the Lord. Come on, somebody. You're going to have to stand and declare, amen, that he who called you out of darkness, amen. You're going to have to root yourself deep in Christ, amen, in order for you to cross over. 
Listen, prayer develops faith and faith develops character. We are not risk takers. We are faith walkers. Amen. Come on. It's not that we're going to take the risk. No, it's faith that does it. We're not risk takers. Amen. We're not going to just jump off a ledge. And we're not just going to jump into something and say, you know what? We're risk takers for Jesus. No, we're faith walkers. Amen. That's what we do. We walk by faith. Amen. Come on. Prayer is a dedication. It is an act of communication and an act of cooperation. Amen. It's in the stillness of prayer that we say, I, we receive revelation. Amen. And then we're able to resist the, wa- the warfare that comes against us. Come on, when you start to seek God in prayer, amen, then he gives you the strategy. When you start to read uh, the word in prayer and start reading your word, he gives you revelation of what you're reading. He gives you understanding of that in order to for you to, to, to fight those battles, to stand against those things that come against you, amen, is through prayer. Can somebody say amen? Prayer and faith. See, prayer and faith, they go hand in hand, church. You, you can't just be a prayer and not have faith. And you can't just pray without faith, right? They have to go together, amen. Come on, prayers move mountains. Amen. Come on, somebody. Come on, they move mountains, amen. Prayer can move cancer away. Come on, somebody. Prayer can do a lot of things, amen. Prayer can bring healing. Come on, sometimes these mountains are big, amen, and prayer's the one that can move these mountains. We need people that will be driven and believe in mountain-moving prayers. Come on, somebody. You have to speak to your mountain, and you have to believe and have faith that they will move. But have you ever prayed? To a mountain, and it's still there. <laughs> Come on, she hasn't changed. <laughs> he hasn't changed. No, they're not your mountains, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> your, 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 your spouse is not your mountain. Move her. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you ever pray those things and that mountain's not moving? Come on, even when you don't see it, he's still working. Even when you don't feel it, He's still working, amen. Come on, sometimes those mountains take time, amen. You got to understand, come on, you have to pray to those mountains, amen. You have to pray and pray, amen. Come on, because you got to understand that God is a God that can move mountains, amen. Come on, you got to understand that you know, he is still the same. Come on, he, he he's still doing things, amen, that you don't even see on the background. See, some prayer requires hard work, persistent. Some mountains only move a shovel at a time. Come on, how do you move a big mountain? Sometimes you just got to take a little bit at a time to move that mountain. Right? Come on, sometimes it takes work. I mean, I know that working like that, it takes a while. It's easy to say, and it's, it's awesome when God moves you. You say, let this mountain be moving, and it's moved. Right? But some of them, you're going to have to bring the shovel out, and you're going to have to help move that mountain. You're going to have to help do the work, amen, in order for that mountain to move. Can somebody understand what I'm saying? And so I'm here to remind PCLV that everything that we do is hinged to prayer. Everything, everything that we do is hinged to prayer. We just had a, a, a open prayer request, amen. People were saying, you know what? I need prayer for this. I need prayer for that, amen. Yet there was no prayer request. See, we need to go back to say, you know what? I need to pray for this. I'm not going to put it on the background. I'm not going to pray for myself. I need to let the church know I need some prayer. 
You know, and so I, I go around, but 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 there's been very little prayer requests where there was pounds, of, a, a stack of prayer requests every service. And so we got to go back to say, you know what? Prayer requests work. Come on, if there's a need in your life, amen, take it to the Lord and take it to the church, amen, and let's pray together, amen. Come on, let's, let's start to lift up these, these, these requests unto the Lord, and that way God can move. Can somebody say amen? Come on, we, we just bring it out. They're, they're out there. Just, man, I got a prayer request today. Boom, I got to write that down. I got to write this down. Amen. I, I'm going through a sickness. I had a test. I got to, whatever it is, I need some prayer right now. That's not just, 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 you know what, it'll be all right. No, let's, let's pray. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the blood of Jesus. Amen. I'm talking about the power of prayer. Ephesians chapter 6, 18 says this. The New Living Translation says, Pray in the Spirit at all times. How many times? All times. Come on, it's not when, it's not when you feel like it. It's not, it's not when, you know what, ah, it doesn't matter. I don't need to put a prayer request. I don't need to pray about this. I, come on, in all times, amen, if there's a need, pray. It says pray at all times on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers. Come on, come on. Some, persistent is hard work. Come on. My wife was persistent for this knucklehead. Amen. Come on. I was a prayer request for 10 years. I mean, they, I mean, I, it cost a lot of paper for me. Amen. Hallelujah. Those 10 years. Amen. Come on. Amen. Art. Bring a bundle for art. This is for another year. Amen. Yeah. Come on. They, they, man, I, man, there was, I, there was many trees cut down for this prayer request right here. You know, it, it was a prayer request. She was persistent. Persistent. I mean, even though it was repetitious, and wow, he's not moving, even though I don't see it. Come on, I don't see my husband say, I don't feel he's going to get saved. But God was moving in the midst of all that. Why? Because of prayer, because of a little slip of paper that says, can you pray for Maria's husband? Amen. Come on. Can you pray for Brother Art? Amen. To get saved. Come on. It was a prayer request. Amen. Come on. Even they read it. Amen. They didn't say prayer for Art Corral again. Art Corral again. No, no, no. They were saying, let's pray, let's believe. Took 10 years, but it's persistent. Remember the widow that was being persistent? Come on, just give her what she wants. Shut her up. <laughs> you know, it took, it took, you got to be persistent in order to get God's attention. Can somebody say amen? In the, in, the, in the New Century Version, it says this, to do this, you must always be ready and never give up. I'm talking about prayer tonight. So tonight, I, 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 I want you to turn to our text. That's an intro right there. That's just an intro on a Wednesday night. Oh, my Lord. Where, where are we going? Amen. Don't worry. I'll get you out soon. We'll be here for an hour or two. No, I'm just playing. James chapter 5, 13 through 18. New Living Translation says this. Are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are you any of you happy? You should sing praises. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such prayer offered in faith, somebody say faith, will heal the sick and the Lord will make you well. If you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. 
The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Elijah was a human just as we are. And yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. And then he prayed again and the skies rained down and, and the earth began to yield its croft. See, we, we, we have all have suffered hardships, right? Come on, we have gone through some tough times, amen, in our lives, amen. We have all faced some hard decisions, amen. And maybe you're going through a season or a decision or a hardship today. While James right here doesn't say freak out. He doesn't say you need to run or hide or give up or complain. No, James says you should pray. Somebody say pray. Come on, you should pray if you want to make it today. Come on, we got we to do some rapping right now, amen. Come on, you should pray. Don't Facebook it, pray about it. Some of you guys are just Facebooking your problems. Come on, wishing that someone's going to give you an answer. Someone's going to be on your side. Someone's going to start to bring some comments, amen, that you're trying to look for, amen, that, that says, oh, he understands. No, no, you should pray about it. Why? Because there's power in prayer. Listen, patience comes from God, and prayer is an effective way to obtain it. You want patience? You got to pray. Patience is not going to come. Come on, just like that. Come on, you got to pray about it. See, the problem with some Christians is that they 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 is that they they don't pray in the crisis. They don't pray in the hardships. You know, they, they don't pray during these kind of times, amen. They complain about it. They, they, they tell other peoples about it. They, they put it on Facebook, amen. But if you don't pray, you get no patience. Prayer aligns you to have patience within yourself, amen. So what happens, amen, when people are not praying, they take matters into their own hands. They start walking in the flesh instead of walking in the spirit. We, they, they start to run with their own thoughts, amen, and, 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 and people get angry, they get frustrated, some people lose it, come on somebody, don't look at them right now, amen, but G James here says, you need to pray, you don't complain, you don't freak out, you don't tell everybody about it, you don't put it on Facebook, you need to pray, there's a quote from somebody that says, when you go to your knees, God will help you stand up to anything. Another quote says, Peace is not the absence of trouble, but the presence of Christ. And prayer establishes peace and his presence in your life. When you pray, you line up yourself to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Prayer puts you into a right relationship with the Trinity. And that's when you can say, not my will, but thy will be done. See, when you start to pray, you start to align yourself to the Lord, amen. You start to align yourself in a relationship that says, God, I'm going through a hard time. I'm going through a season right now. But as I'm praying, faith starts coming inside. And when you start to have faith going inside, God, I don't care what's going, let your will be done, not mine. 
I'm not going to freak about it. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not going to tell the world about it. I'm not going to tell Facebook about it. I'm just going to align myself to you. I'm going to pray. You're going to develop faith inside of me. And I'm just going to say, whatever your will is, let it be done. Come on, somebody. Why? Because there's power in prayer. You know, James goes on and says, if you're happy, sing. Come on, when things are well, worship the Lord, amen. Worship is prayer. Did you know that? When you're worshiping is a part of prayer, amen. And I believe that we should also praise through those hard times. When we're going through a hard season, we should also pray, amen. But when things are going well, come on, somebody. You, you got you to gotta sing, you got to shout, amen. If everything's going well, amen, you should come here on a Sunday morning and say, Woo, I want to worship God, amen. I, I can't wait to praise the Lord, amen. Come on, we should come on, be running, pushing people on the altar. Hey, that's my spot, amen. This is my worship spot, amen. Come on, you know, that's what we should be doing if everything's good. Come on, if you had a great week, amen, and you had a great report, or, or you got a check in the mail, or you got a raise, amen, man, that next service, get what? Guess what? You should be at the altar singing and giving God some praise. Come on, somebody. There are some Christians that won't even do that. Everything is going well in their life, amen. Everything's going good, amen. But on the outside, they look like they're falling apart. There's no joy in them. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. You're not singing. <laughs> Come on, you're not even smiling. Man, I, yeah, I just got a raise, amen. I just bought a new truck, amen. And, and yeah, you're right there, just... Come on, man. I don't know about you. Amen. I got a new truck. I'll be praising the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. I got a, I got a, I got a raise. Amen. I'm going to give God a shout. Come on, somebody. Come on. There, there should be a gratitude inside of us. Amen. Come on. Listen, we sing in faith in the storm and we celebrate in song with shouts when the storm is past. Come on. And we do it from a grateful heart on both sides, whether it's in the storm or whether it's already passed, amen. And think sometimes you come out of a season and we're still not, we're not joyful. We're not shouting, amen. You just got over your storm, amen. You just got over that battle. You just got a praise report from the doctor saying cancer gone and we don't come and celebrate, amen. We don't come singing unto the Lord, amen. Come on, we got to celebrate. Come on, somebody say yes. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 3.16 says, let the teachings of Christ live in you richly. Use wisdom to teach and instruct each other by singing songs, hymns, and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart to God. Anyone thankful here in this place? Amen. Come on. If we're thankful, this, this, this saying, let's worship him. He is a good and faithful God. He is an awesome God, isn't he? Come on, come on. We, we're, we're saved and we're going to heaven. Amen. He, he's, he's, he's preparing a place for you and I that, that when, when we leave this earth, we'll be where he is. Come on, we should be singing all the way, all the way to heaven. Amen. This should be a celebration. Yet some of us come in and just, it's just no joy. There's, there's nothing inside. There's nothing on the outside. Amen. Of, of 
Man, are you saved or are you not? <laughs> are you a Christian or you're, you're not? <laughs> yeah, we're going through troubles, but come on, let's have some faith. Come on, that, that should drop us to our knees and say, you know what? I'm having a hard season, but God's going to get me through this because <laughs> that's who he is. He's a way maker. He's a miracle worker. He's a promise keeper. Come on. Come on. He's going he's gonna to come through. I mean, it sucks. Amen. You're, 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 it's, you're getting rained on. Your hair's all messed up. Amen. You're getting slapped by the wind. Amen. And by the devil and everything else. Amen. But you know what? I don't care. God's with me. Even though I don't see him, even though I don't feel him, he's on my side. Come on, somebody. Thankful people can worship wholeheartedly. Gratitude opens our heart to God's peace that enables you and I to put on his love. Come on. When we can just worship God, amen, then something happens inside of us. A peace comes in us. A peace that, what, everything's going to be okay. I, I got confident in my God, amen. And so when you start to do that, now you start walking in the love of God. You, you start walking, you know, in a good attitude. And you start loving people. You don't start just, you know, looking at them and, and being mean because you're going through a season. Come on, anyone understanding? See, discontented people are always seeing what's wrong in their lives and the lives of others. How you doing? says, I'm doing good, but... How you doing, bro? I'm, it's all right, but, right? We're always pointing out the wrongs, or we're always saying, man, yeah, but look at them, and look at them, and you're always just discontented. Just, 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 they're the grouches and the grinches of the church, man. They're like, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I'm here, you know, and man, it, yeah, you know, we just, we're just grouchy sometimes. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Tell the truth, and come on, come on, shame the devil, hallelujah. To increase your thankfulness, amen, look at your life, listen, take inventory of what God has given you and what God has done for you, not on what you're lacking. Come on, don't measure God by what you're lacking, measure by what he's done in you and through you and what he's given you. God has been good. Come on, are we lacking? Yeah. Do we need some other stuff in our life? Sure. But God has been good. Stay focus on the good things, amen. You have you uh, you know you have to look back uh, uh, to see what the Lord has done, amen, in, in your valley in order to walk through your valley. You're gonna have to look back on some some seasons that, that He pulled you out and said, "Man, I remember that season. This season, you know what? He, he if He got me through that season, He'll get me through this season." Sometimes you got to reflect back on, on the valleys that he's poured you out or took you out of or, or walked you through, amen, in order to understand that he's going to take you through this storm as well. Can somebody say amen? Our war room prayer that we have here on Sunday morning, it's not just to pray for our service. It's not just to pray for the other services and the souls, amen. Come on. But it's to come in and start off by thanking him for everything. Thank Thank you, Lord. That's how I come in. I said, thank you, Lord. Before I start bringing the petition, I have my little corner. I'm thanking God. Thank you for another day of life. Thank you for the breath in my lungs. Thank you for pulling me out of a sick bed. Thank you, amen, amen. I woke up and my wife was still there, amen. Thank you, amen. You know what? I, 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 you know, just for the things that surround me. 
You're thanking the Lord for another service, amen. And you reflect on that he's a good God, amen. That he's a gracious God. He's a merciful God, amen. He's an awesome God. Come on, he, he's, he's Jehovah everything. Come on, somebody. You, you just thank him for his character. And then you go into your list of things. Lamentations chapter 3, 22 to 23. New King James says this. Through the Lord's mercies are not, uh, we are not consumed because his compassion failed not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Amen. The Lord's prayer, amen, that, that, the, that the Jesus taught his disciples doesn't start off with a list of needs, but he, Jesus told his disciples, this is how you ought to pray. Amen. Matthew chapter 6, 9 through 10, it says, in this manner, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth earth. Come on, it starts off with with celebration. It starts off with holiness. It starts off with giving God glory before we come with the needs. Come on, we're so quickly to just to come and say, hey, God, I need this and that and that and that and say, you know what? Don't, don't, don't go to the Lord like that. This is how you got to pray. Take time to reflect on the reasons for thankfulness. Make your Sunday a thanks, faith, and hope day. Come on, somebody. Hard times, pray. Good times, sing. Then James says, if you're sick, pray. How many of we need to pray? Not complain, ah, this, oh, whatever. This hurts, that hurts. Pray. <laughs> pray. James says, if you're sick, pray. Not only pray, but text somebody, can you pray for me? Come on, I get people that says, can you pray for me? Can you pray? I start praying. They put it on Facebook. I start praying. When I see, I'm praying. Can I, I'm praying. I need this. I'm going through this. Pray for me. They, they put it out there because they want people to pray. Amen. So I see things. So you pray. You call someone to pray for you or over you. Anoint yourself with some oil. Come on, you have to wait for Sunday. I mean, I, I'm, I'm waiting for someone to anoint me. No, get some oil. Anoint yourself. Hallelujah. Come on, you, you have the authority. Anoint yourself. Amen. James here is referring to someone who is physically ill. In the scripture, oil was a medicine. In the story of the Good Samaritan, oil was used as a medicine. In Luke chapter 10, 34, it says, going over him, the Samaritan smoothed his wounds with olive oil and bandaged them. Mark chapter 6, 13 says this, and they cast out many demons and healed many sick people, anointing them with olive oil. But oil is also referred as a symbol of the spirit of God. In the Old Testament, it was used to anoint kings. In the New Testament, it was a symbol of the Holy Spirit. So oil can re represent both medical and spiritual. Christians should not separate the physical from the spiritual, amen, because Jesus Christ is Lord over body and spirit. And because sometimes we are physically sick and sometimes we are spiritually sick. Church, you're not alone, amen. We should be able to count on each other to pray when we're sick. Just like today. You know, we pass around and, hey, I got some tests, right? Anna says, can, can you pray for my husband? 
my husband. <laughs> Can you pray for me? Amen. We got some tests. We're not going to trip out. We don't know how big it is, how odd it is, but I just want, I want some prayer. Can you pray for my husband? Those are prayers, amen. Those are things that we, we do, amen. So we should be able to count on each other and say, you know what? We're going to pray for you, both physically and spiritually. Come on, but, but you got to call on someone, church. Let's pray for each other. Prayer offered in faith heals the sick. Come on, if you have faith, amen, you can pray for someone and they can get healed. We, I, I believe that. He says, lay hands on those who are sick and they may be healed. Come on, somebody. You heal them. Come on. Now, now that, now this does refer, not, not refer to the faith of the sick person, but the faith of the person or persons praying over the sick person. I have faith that God can heal me, but if you're going to pray for me, you better have, have faith that God can heal me too. Come on. Don't just come in agreement. Don't lay hands on me and you don't believe. Amen. Come on, you're gonna you're gonna put something on me. Hallelujah. Come on, I want people that believe in faith. Amen. You're gonna put your hands on me. Okay, you believe that God can heal me? I can well lay hands on me. Go for it. Come on, pray for me. Amen. I I, I don't want, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll try. <laughs> We're gonna try this, you know, we'll see what happens. Amen. No, no. Pray in faith. You have to understand that God is the one who heals. Faith doesn't. You gotta understand, God heals. God heal, faith done. All prayers are subject to God's will. But prayers is the vehicle for God's healing process. Amen. Your faith can allow God to start, come on, your car to start when your battery's dead. Faith can do that. And but sometimes you're gonna have to go buy a battery. <laughs> right? Sometimes it, 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 that's what God does sometimes, amen. Prayer offered in faith, God uses the medicine, the spiritual oil, the Holy Spirit to cure. It says the Lord will make you well. Listen, it goes on to say, if you have committed any sin due to your sickness, God will forgive you. Come on, ain't that powerful? That in the midst of sickness that caused sick, uh, uh, sin that caused sickness, God will still forgive you and heal you. Come on, he, that's how merciful, that's how good he is, church. Why? Because there's power in prayer. James chapter 5, 16 says this, Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Amen. The New Century Version says, When believing person prays, great things happen. When believing persons prays, great things happen. Why? Because there's power in prayer, church. James here says, confess your sins so that you can be healed. In other words, we need to live right, church. Come on. It says the earnest prayer of a righteous person, come on, has great power. Come on, it's through living right and praying is when great things happen. When you're in line with God, when you're aligned, amen, with him, and you start to pray in faith and you are a righteous man, amen, you, there's great results through that. God moves. God moves supernaturally. Can somebody say amen? Come on, listen, you cannot pray and play. You cannot pray and play. You must live righteous because your God is a righteous God. He is a holy God. Can somebody say amen? 
Christ has made it possible for you and I to go directly to God for forgiveness. Confessing our sins to each other is still an important part of the church, of your life in the church, guys. We have to confess to each other. Hey, bro, can you pray for me? This happened, or I fell here. We come together, amen, and we pray for that, and God forgives you, and God heals you. Amen? Come on, prayers of a righteous person is powerful. A righteous person is the one whose sins have been confessed and have been forgiven. That person's prayer produces wonderful results. It says in verse 17 that Elijah, a regular person, just like you and I, church, he prayed earnestly not to pray, uh, reign for three and a half years, and it didn't. Man, that's, that's, that's a powerful prayer right there, right? Come on, I'm going to pray for, th- it's not going to rain for three, and, and God answered that prayer. Why? Because he was a righteous man. Come on, a regular person, he had no super human powers, amen, but as a regular man that confessed his sins and was a forgiven man. Come on, hallelujah. His prayer had great power. His prayer produces wonderful results. James here assures us that such prayers are within reach of any believer. That means you can do the same prayer. Come on, somebody pray for cool weather. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just come together and pray. No, that's not going to happen, amen. Wouldn't that be cool? They say, 100 all week, I pray for 80 degrees. <laughs> that, that'd, be, that'd be pretty powerful, amen, but, man, we got to be pretty righteous for that. <laughs> no, but, I mean, that'd be cool, but God moved on his behalf because there was a reason behind that, amen? You see, some people see prayer as a last resort. When all things fail, when all things are going wrong, when, when you're at your, the end of your rope, pray. This approach is backwards. You should pray always first. Don't, don't, don't run into concern. Don't run into worry. Pray. Man, you're going through something, a bad report. Come on, you just got into an accident, amen. There's something, your leg is, 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 is uh, trapped or something. Start praying. Don't start freaking out. That, that, that's something that we should do all the time. You know, we should pray, amen. Come on, you, you call in and you're calling pastor, you're calling my wife, you're calling a brother and sister, and, and you're freaking out. I said, did you pray? Uh, no, we need to pray. Let's pray right now. Let's put prayer first. Come on, let's not worry. Let's not complain. Let's not overreact. Let's not assume. Let's not, let's not go into a panic mode. Let's pray first. Now we can talk. Now what, what happened? What, 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 okay, now we got some understanding. Now we can get some revelation from the Holy Spirit. And now peace starts to come in because faith starts to rise up. We got to pray, church. That should be our first option. Let's pray. Come on, somebody. Why? Because there's power in prayer. God's power is infinite. Come on. It's greater than ours. Our willpower only goes so far, church. We need some extra power. We need some prayer. And prayer connects you to the power of God. When you start to pray, there's something that you start to plug into that God starts to remind you of who he is. And you start to, peace starts to settle over your mind once you start to pray. Amen. And if you want powerful prayer, and you need God to move some big mountains, you're going to have to pray and you're going to have to fast. You know, 
Sometimes fasting is like, man, uh, I'm just, I'm just hope, I'm just waiting for prayer to happen, amen. Because I don't want to fast, but we got to fast, church. Fast is it, 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 it cleanses your spirit and cleanses you physically and spiritually. You start to, you start to align yourself. You're not relying on yourself. You're really relying on, on Him for your, for your strength, for your food, for whatever it is. And when you start to pray like that, then God starts to move. Because you're, you're fasting in, in, in faith. When you fast, you don't complain. Oh, fast Wednesday. <laughs> you know what I mean? People, you know, people, people don't want to fast, amen. But they're wondering why they're going through the problems they go through. Not saying you have to fast for everything, but if certain things are not moving and you need an answer prayer, fast. And watch what God does. But you fast with, with the faith to say, you know what, I'm doing this and I'm believing. I'm trusting. Uh, I, I'm not, not going to mope all day. I'm not going to say I'm hungry all day. I'm, not gonna, I'm just going to be praying. That's going to be my food is the word of God. I'm going to eat on God's word. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast all day and, or fast a couple days, whatever it is that God prompts you to do. Amen. And say, you know what, I'm going to do this because I believe there's power in prayer. And this mountain right now is pretty huge right now. It hasn't been moving for a while, so I, I'm going to I'm have to fast now. I'm going to have to bring this, this flesh into submission and say, God, I got to submit myself. I got to put my flesh in check. That's what fasting does. It brings your your fat your your flesh in check. You know, huh? You're, you're fat. You can get you get well, no. You get fat. <laughs> submit to your fat. Pansa, quiet. Callate, pansa, callate. Everybody suck their pansa. No, I'm just playing. No. But we gotta we we gotta put this flesh into submission, man. You know, uh, it, it you know, it it it. I don't I can't explain it, but it works, church. It is it's worked for us. Fasting got us into this building. Remember, when we we're on 14th Street. Come on, our bank account was was very low, little. We had eight months to raise. You know, over thirty thousand dollars, amen. To to move into this place, amen. Everything got was brand new in here, amen. We fasted every Wednesday, every Wednesday for eight months just to start it, to get it. And we came together and on those Wednesday nights. We prayed what we wanted. God, we pay, we pay for a specific building. We pray for a specific location. I we pray for a specific size. We pray that for something that we can afford, Amen. Because it was going to be more than where we were at, Amen. I prayed that I, I I prayed I wanted an office, Amen. I haven't been had an office. I got my office, Hallelujah. Come on, I pray for certain things, and God gave us these things. We pray for favor. God gave us favor, Amen. And let me tell you, when we moved in here, everything was paid. Paid in full. Hallelujah. Paid in full. Come on, because we prayed and we fasted. This was a big mountain in front of us, amen. And the church was like, I don't know how we're doing this. We're, we're going to do this, amen. We're praying, we're fasting. And when the, all that happened, we say, what? We're fasting every third Wednesday now. We're fasting every Wednesday. We fasted every third Wednesday from now on. So you know what? This fasting thing works. We're going to keep it going, amen. And, and let me tell you, God has blessed this church. We are not struggling financially. We are good. We are in a good, 
good place, church. And, and, and we got faithful people, amen. And we're able to help people. And I'm able to bring speakers in, amen. And these, these are, you know, bringing a speaker in is not like, come on in, bro. No, it, it costs, you know, from hundreds to thousands of dollars just to bring a person in here. And so we do it because we can do that. And I bring, I say, what? I, I need to bless the people. And you guys give love offerings and all that helps, amen. And so we thank you for that. But, but we're able to do that, amen. I say, well, I don't know. We don't have funding to bring you in. And no, if you can make it, come on in. If you, we want to bring people in. And so what it does, it blesses the church. How many enjoy Pastor Bobby? Come on, it was, come on, a great testimony, and, and uh, Forky, amen, he brought a great word, amen, uh, uh, Forky, hallelujah, amen, I even used the Forky and our, our Goldman, amen, for a little bit for the guys, amen, but what a great illustration, amen, but, but you know, the speakers that we bring in, uh, the speakers that we're bringing in for the well conference is going to blow your mind, amen, we're bringing a prophet, amen, into uh, to this house, amen, we're bringing a great teacher with uh, Joe Weiniger, we're bringing Pastor uh, Tyrone, amen, and he's going Gonna, he's going to make you laugh, and he's going to minister the word to you, amen. And, and so we're bringing uh, Alfred Facundo, who's been faithful for years, saved as long as I have. He's just uh, a couple of years ahead of me, amen. I got saved two years after he got saved. And, and so we're bringing some great men, amen, and, and, and we're, we're bringing in, and you're, and you're bringing in the finances, amen, and, 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 and hopefully they just get paid, but if not, we, we, we got it. <laughs> I'm not worried about that, amen, because we got good people here, and we got a great church, and God's going to move because why? We believe, we pray, and we fast. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. Come on, everybody stand up, amen.